Well, here we are. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, back again, episode number two of Black Friday NFS. These opinions are not for sale. You can find them right here and you can't buy them. So we're going to let everybody hop in for a quick second, give it a moment, but hope everybody's had a good week. Lots going on. So we're going to let it. Man. Time. Goodness. All right, y'all. So, yeah, this is uh, a little bit different than normal. I'm not at home. Uh, I'm currently in Washington, D.C. And soon I won't be the only one in Washington, D.C. Anybody else want to let people know what's going on here? I mean, we got it. Uh, I mean, tomorrow's a big day. Um, Flexit event. I don't know if you want to go into details until tomorrow, really. But we are going to a Flexit event in Washington, D.C., so that should be exciting. Uh, it should be really exciting. Looking forward to it. I mean, you can give us the details. Let them know what's going down, Dayla. Come on, tell them what's up. Okay. Well, Let tomorrow... <laughs> Um, tomorrow, Blexit will be holding a Back the Blue rally, actually, um, in Washington, D.C. We'll have speakers like, um, well, they'll have speakers like Candace Owens, Brendan Tatum, I think Larry Elder will actually be speaking. And um, we'll be making a special uh, trip to, I guess, the White House, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. So exciting stuff. Yeah, no, really excited for this. Didn't expect to catch a Red House invite at all. Well, uh, this should this should make for some headlines. I mean, this is the president's first time out of his uh, COVID bubble talking to people, and it's going to be us. So I can't wait to read the headlines and all the nice things that they have to say about us. I'm sure they're going to be just fine and dandy. Very. But I can't say we weren't social distancing because they are requiring masks, which I'm still upset about. But. Don't, don't remind me. Let's not get into that part. Yeah. <laughs> but man, yeah. So man, getting flown out in D.C. now. Get to you know spend some time at the White House. Uh, get to see some other fellow uh, American loving back in the blue, uh, freedom loving Americans out here. It should be a really good time. I'm looking forward to meeting, connecting with a lot of uh, other young people. Should be a really good time. These are interesting times out here. Uh, driving through D.C., drove past BLM Plaza, uh, the St. John's Church, which uh, hardly looks like a church anymore. It's just totally decked out in BLM and social. So. Mm. I'm gonna say propaganda. That's that's what it is. Point zero. It's not church. It's not. It's worldly as ever. And yeah, and it's this D.C. When I'm used to this. This looks a lot different than I normally used to seeing in DC. So this is a uh, this is you know an experience. What are you most excited for, David? Um. Well, I'm, I guess I'm most excited for actually the march. I, I I guess we're marching a few blocks down to the White House to where we're, from where we're actually going to be. So. Um, well, hopefully it's supposed to be a peace, peaceful protest, of course, on our side. So I'm just uh, excited to see the, you know, go through the whole experience and 
you know, see if we, you know, we see anything unexpected, like, you know, uh, agitate, well, not agitators, but, you know, uh, counter protesters there, uh, see what they have to say and uh, what's that kind of message towards us, I guess, or towards our message. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, in DC, from what I've seen, there's people protesting something every day of the week. So I don't think you're going to be disappointed about that. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's nothing short of response here. People are going right. to say, oh, I know, definitely. I think it's going to be a good time. Really looking forward to it. A lot of stuff. Where did we start this week? Man, hot topics of the week. I mean, the first things going on, of course, everybody you know can't deny it. it's the vice presidential debate. Mike Pence, Kamala Harris, you know, went toe to toe. Or I mean, I don't know. They're sitting down. So I don't know if they toe to toe. They weren't even standing. But I think it was uh, made for a good debate. It was, uh, you know, it was much different than the first presidential debate. Total, I think it was like a total 180, honestly, and that was very, very different. Mm-hmm. What do you think of what do you think about it over overall? I have mixed feelings. We did get an actual debate. We got a policy debate. Um, I'm going to have to, and God, please don't strike me down for saying this. I'm going to have to partially agree with NBC. They did better attacking each other's ticket than defending the ticket. I thought, now personally, I thought Pence did better um, at both. But looking at it from an objective point of view, you can really see them, their attack points are really good, but they cannot fully defend their own ticket. Um, Especially Kamala Harris, when you talk about banning fracking or her position on um, abortion up to the moment of birth. Now, of course, I don't think she came outright and actually said that, but if you look at her positions and her vote, voting record on the issue, especially in pesticide, you can, um, you can draw that conclusion that she's for that. And so, I'm glad it was. I'm glad it wasn't a shouting match, but it was it really that much better. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, my overall opinion was that, um, it, like, if you are, I feel like the sides are objective. Like, if you see it from a conservative point of view, then um, you know you're all the way on Pence's side. If you see it from a progressive point of view, then you're all the way on Kamala's side. I feel like all the moderates, once again, in the debates were kind of lost in between because I feel like it's a it was two different set of facts presented. And if you you know whatever side you believe, that's the side you're gonna roll with. I feel you know. <laughs> exactly. So it was an interesting one, but <laughs> yeah, I mean. I still don't think that changed many people's minds. Uh, most people are excited at this point and a lot just for entertainment value. Maybe maybe it fired up the base, but I'm not sure how many minds it honestly really changed. I do think there was much more thoughtful discussion. Um, I, I don't think Kamala answered too many questions. Um, they still don't answer the question about stacking the course. You know, they're still not going to answer that. They even just asked Biden about that. He said, well, you're going to have to see after after the election. Like, what? what is that? That's literally like, 
That that's literally sounds worse than the whole you gotta pass you gotta pass Obamacare to see what's in it. Like that that literally sounds worse than that. And that's that's hard to say. Like how can you just say after the election? You got you gotta pass it first just to see what's inside. Like what? Yeah. This this isn't a joke. This is this is real life. No, this stuff really matters. This is destroying our constitution, everything that we've fought for is historical. At the courts, they, they won't add, admit to it or not admit. Like, don't say what they're going to do. Pretty clear about one side. They're not clear about the other side, what they're going to do when it comes to the courts. Um, Amy Coney Barrett should be confirmed here before the end of the month. Uh, they're going to have some hearings here, but I think it should be smooth sailing. But, I mean, I get, the hearing is next uh, this upcoming week. So uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. What do you What do you think she did wrong in her life? What do you What do you think she did? <laughs> I honestly, I honestly, I don't think there's any way. Uh, I don't think we'll see what we see in with Kavanaugh. Like, there's no. Personally, I don't feel like what can they bring up at this point. So, I mean, we can be shocked and see, but I don't. I haven't read anything or seen anything that's so shocking or surprising. So, I don't think yeah. they can do anything to block her from um, being nominated or you know, the nominated being received. Mm. They can't block her, but they are going to try. I think they're going to try to do some of the things they tried with Kavanaugh. I mean, well, my aunt, who was a lifelong Democrat, she died last year, God rest her soul. She said that she supported Kavanaugh on the basis of this. You got a grown man to cry on international television. Because because people were really attacking them and with no basis. That's really something. I think it happens to Amy Coney Barrett. And people are going to sympathize with her. Um, America's going to rally around her. And she'll be confirmed. And it's going to make Joe Biden and Kamala Harris really, really, really upset. And that's what I think is going to happen. They, they can't attack her for the Catholic. Can't attack her for her faith. Goodness gracious, you can't attack the Catholic faith now that you have Joe Biden running, a uh, supposed Catholic. You can't. They're they're, they're caught now. They can't. They're going after her strong religious thing. Well, I thought Joe Biden was supposed to be a very religious and moral person. You can't. You can, they can't attack it now. It kind of takes. Well, it ties a she back can't. Well, he can't. But let's see Kamala. He might send Kamala Harris in there to try to. Didn't she just in the debates that they were very like religious people? Didn't they just say that in the debates that they were, because if they if that's claimed to be the truth, then they should be standing for religious freedom and you know the sanctity of it, and they shouldn't be going after that. Yeah. Who knows? We're to see what happens. You know, uh, you know, in the in the primaries, you know, somebody was apparently very racist for their history of uh, criminal justice and you know signing a crime bill and very very awful for it. But yet that person ended up picking that guy to to run with as a the VP on the ticket. So you know, obviously people just uh, screwed up all the time. Well, so, you know, nothing's for certain. People can say anything and do something else the next day. So I, I think you know it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I think she's gonna get confirmed. I don't see any problems with that happening. I, I don't think there should be. With it, uh, I mean, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be smooth. But uh, I think Mike Pence handled himself really well. Um, you know, he kept it calm, cool, collected, did his thing. He's a very like you know yin and yang with him and the president. Very very opposite type of personalities, which I think you know it's kind of nice. It balances it out, and I think they do a good job. 
Yep. And I, I would like to say, I mean, like, just like with the president, how, I mean, the hot topic was how he didn't condemn white supremacy. That was the hot topic buzzing around it. I guess with this debate, the only hot topic buzzing around was the fly that landed on Pence's hair. So <laughs> I guess that's a, a good thing. I mean, they couldn't, you know, uh, go against anything that he said, really, that was the only <laughs> hot topic I kept seeing buzzing around. So, hey, rather that than that's literally all they could get. <laughs> and that's, 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 that's how sad it was. You got TMZ reporting on it. Like this is just ridiculous. Fly lines on the market. The, the whole fly situation is really crazy, only because people equate that to um, satanic ordeals, such as it flies around you. You're definitely, it's definitely a sign of, of Satan, which I don't get. I mean, Obama had a fly on his lip plenty of times. I've seen that. I've seen Clinton with flies on her lip and on, on around her hair. So, to be honest, the fly should be a, a non starter, but we'll see. Let's see. Man, so this week in woke sports, uh, not very surprising, but it's probably surprising to some. Uh, Adam Silver, Commissioner of the NBA and the NBA, have alleged that they'll be taking social justice messages and Black Lives Matter logos off of the courts next season. Adam Silver says, we're completely committed to standing for social justice and racial equality, and that's been the case going back for decades. It's part of the DNA of this league. It's how it gets manifested is something we're going to have to sit down with the players and discuss for next season. AKA, we lost a ton of money. Our ratings suck, and players don't want to watch it anymore. And players are playing and all this stuff on their back, and people don't want to watch it anymore. Excuse me. People don't want to watch woke sports anymore. They don't want to watch players that crap on the flag, that on everything that goes on, that kneel on 9 11. They don't want to deal with it. They've seen the ratings, they've taken the hits, and they've really had to evaluate now that the finals are at one of the low points in decades. And now they're seeing that. Oh man, we need to take that stuff off and probably try to stay away from it as much as we can. But they're in too deep now. I mean, I don't know if they're going to recover from this hole. I think if they, you know, literally start by taking it all off, maybe they would be. But it also points out the hypocrisy. It, it was just a big virtue signal money grab, and it backfired. It really backfired. There wasn't too much behind it, and now they're paying the price. And I think they deserve it 100. percent And I'm not watching it. Yeah. I, def I definitely understand that. Um, the game is tonight. Isn't uh, Lakers and Miami Heat playing? I don't know. I series. I can't remember if they're playing tonight. It's if it's three actually one. tonight. But, um, it's I think it is a series. Mm. It's 3-1. LeBron to one. James. We're close out. Yeah, they're playing right now. It's in the first quarter. How about that? Oh, don't get me started on LeBron James. Uh, okay, from a sports side, I don't. Uh, I think he's a good player, but personally, I don't like crybabies. He cries every time he loses. Every time he loses the championship, he wants to cry. I mean, you've been to the big dance how many times? And of course, yeah, you have a losing record, but who? But doggone, you won three of them. How many of those basketball players can say they've even gone to an NBA Finals, let alone win one? Come, come on now, LeBron. Don't, 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 don't get upset. 
that, that's I don't nothing like that. But I won't get mad at him for talking about things that he's blatantly wrong on and misrepresents, and then spreads it and spews it as facts, and people believe it and right. question thing, which leads to mass hysteria and and just nonsense all being spread around and accepted. Uh, goodness gracious, the guy's one of the best players to ever step on the court of the game. Uh, MJ went 6-0 in the finals. That's all I'm going to say about that. But oh, he's got a great chance. I think they're going to close it out tonight, win in the West. Cool stuff. Uh, not too many people tuned in to watch it. Uh, and they played and did it during COVID. Not going to say that the, the COVID thing takes away from what it was or anything, but it's kind of disheartening. Uh, almost seems kind of tainted, honestly, in a sense. Um, and also, you see, it just seems it, it's a shame when it, when it comes down to when you have people that are going to criticize injustices everywhere that they claim to claim injustices everywhere, you know, we got to stand up for those everywhere. But when it comes to China and it affects your pocketbook, they get real quiet, really quick. It's very profitable apparently to, you know, to crap on America and say terrible things about how awful this nation is and all the things that we do. But when you put millions of leaders in concentration camps in China and all you want to say is free the protesters in Hong Kong. And that's a problem. I just got to say, man, I, I, I'm not buying the message. I'm not buying the message at all. Yeah. I definitely I definitely agree with that. And not to go off topic, I mean, it's just kind of on topic. Um, but, you know, I just wonder, like, uh, with the debates and everything, as Americans, should we be worried, uh, you know, with Kamala Harris uh, kind of agreeing that, you know, we are friends and that we should treat China as a friend, you know, kind of the way she answered the question is like, you know, China is kind of like a big brother, you know, and, and and should we be worried that our friend or big brother is a communist nation? Just, you know, what brings up questions and are we bending the knee like, you know, LeBron James and other uh, athletes or so, you know, bending the knee in Hollywood with like Mulan um, pictures. Uh, should we, <laughs> it goes back to the question, should we be worried <laughs> about this relationship or, you know, this um, wanting me to be so friendly with a communist nation? Yeah, sure. Big brother. Yeah, they're definitely our big brother. 1984 big brother. That's about it. That's the big brother. It ain't no like, oh, like we're watching. No, no, no. These people are straight spying from the Confucius Institute to sending students over that aren't really students to go spying. Actual foreign exchange students, other foreign students attending colleges, ripping off intellectual property, stealing ideas and labs and everything else. They're not our friends by any means. To be buddy buddy with China is just total nonsense. To act yeah. like anything else is a whole big, I I really have this a problem with saying big brother. What, what what does that mean? I, okay, I don't have a brother, I have two sisters. When I think of my big sister, I think of someone as protective, someone that's loyal, someone that's gonna watch out for me. Is China doing that for us? No, China, like you said, Christian, they're spying on us. They don't have our best interests at heart. Um, I, I'm not gonna go as far as saying they hate us because not everybody in China hates America, but <laughs> A lot of the leaders do. I bet you the president does. And also, I, what I will say is, we, Nixon, and I'm gonna go back to Nixon, right? Because Nixon first opened up relationships with China. That should have happened. He was correct in doing that because they're they are a big trade partner. But at the same time, it, are we friends with China? No. You you can't be friends with everybody that you um, 
do business with or even talk to. You can't be friends with everybody. Everybody's not going to be friends. Everybody's not going to show themselves friendly to you. So to even to call them friends or even Big Brother, I have a problem with Kamala Harris saying that she needs to renounce that and do it quickly. I think the big reason she didn't is the whole blaming China for COVID, the China China virus, calling the China virus is blaming it, blaming it on China from the origin of where it came from. But she wants to point the blame at current president. So if she were to say China is a big threat and a big enemy, then that would mean that she'd have to concede some ground that this is China's fault, this whole COVID pandemic. But they're trying to paint the pandemic the whole time on the president. And right. now that she's all tied up, you got it's so bad the point where they're actually sympathizing with communists. And uh, and straight up like human right violating countries and nations like China, literally. The point where they they can't condemn them for the fact that it would have to make them agree somewhat with something that the president said, and I think all Americans should agree that China is bad and they don't have our best interests at heart because mm -hmm. they clearly don't. I don't know in any sort of way how they can, how somebody could tell me that they do. I really don't see it. I really don't know yeah. how. Neither do I, it, um, and also. I'm going to say tonight, I'm willing to say Kamala Harris is a full-on socialist. You look at a voting record, it's more liberal than Bernie Sanders, and Bernie Sanders is a self-proclaimed socialist. So I think it is within her best interest to paint China and to paint Russia as nice countries, even though she doesn't trust Russia because she thinks they interfered in our elections for Donald J. Trump. Um, but it... it that debate was scary to watch. It was, and also, I will say it was also scary because Kamala Harris was coming out. It, it was like she prepared to fight Donald Trump that night and she really tried to roll over Mike Pence. Mike Pence is a nice guy and he, and he was nice with her, which I kind of disagreed with a, a little bit, but uh, you know, she really scares me as a vice presidential candidate. She scared me as a presidential candidate. Thank God she didn't win the nomination, but with her being VP nominee and with this, with her in China, it's, it, that's very scary. Not our friends. And anybody that thinks so can turn out like themselves or just original. And oh, that's all I got to say about that. So now moving into pop culture, everything moving on. What do we, what do we got going on this week, Dana? Ah, uh, well, I want to show you guys. Uh, well, personally, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I catch clips here and there, but the one thing that I came across while you know sh uh, scrolling the shade room was uh, this clip that I want you guys to see. If uh, you can share your screen there. Let's do it. It's like five. It, it, it was a long performance. It, we had about 10 seconds there, but. Daniel Cameron is no different than the sell-off Negroes that sold our people into slavery. We need to protect our So. 
she pointed this out. It was like, this was her uh, highlight, her political statement of her performance there on Saturday Night Live. I guess her uh, personally, I mean, uh, you know, it wasn't her voice on the track, but personally, I guess she used it. So uh, bashing Daniel Cameron, uh, attorney general who handled the Breonna Taylor case. So how do you guys feel about that? Just seeing that, I don't know if that was the first time you've seen it, but first reactions, reactions. Who approved that and let that happen? That, that's my first question. I already know these people are ignorant as ever. But who approved that and said, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's let them do it. Let's go ahead and let that go on television. And I'll tell you what. Here's the thing is they, they let that slur go. They let him call him a house Negro and all this and that, no different than that, comparing him to a, to a slave trader. And they let that go. How, what happens if you say any other ethnicity for any, anybody else in any sort of sense? And just because a black person had it behind their screen, it's okay. Just because black and it's, it's okay. And they just get a pass. How many passes are we going to give out for this stuff? How many? Right. Omar, any first opinions? So many things come to mind when I saw that. Um, for one, I think people are ignorant and people are going to say what they say. Um, in, in regards to... This is this is the thing. This is why Black America can't really get ahead because we're dogging each other out. Why why are they dogging out Daniel Cameron? For what he ran a fair investigation into into Breonna Taylor's case. It, it was fair. Other people say it was fair. Why can't you see it's fair? Because nobody was indicted. And, and the the call the name calling we need to stop that crap. Honestly, I don't I don't call people names anymore because it's beneath me. Um, it just shows how really much of a fool you really are. Um, and I think I think she looked like a fool. She obviously dressed like a fool. Um, so that, that's 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 the nicest thing I can say about it. While we're on here. Well, they, my person. Yeah, they said they wanted justice for Breonna Taylor. Everybody said justice for Breonna Taylor, but that's a lie. They didn't want justice for Breonna Taylor. They just wanted cops to go to jail. That's yeah. not that's not inherently justice. They just wanted people to go to jail right. for her death. That's not justice. That's not the system. And so when they say justice, they're extremely misled and they know it's not right. They just they're just angry and they're a mob and they just wanted cops to go to jail. And that's just total nonsense. Exactly. And that's yeah, the whole justice thing. Was, they didn't want justice in the first place. Man. Well, my first opinion on that that video was actually that when I first saw it, I was like, wow, that was disgusting. And ironically, that's exactly what A.G. Cameron has said. <laughs> when he was interviewed on Fox News, he was like, you know, I like he agrees that we should protect black women because that was how she kind of started with a uh, Malcolm X speech where he was talking about, you know, how uh, he felt like black men should protect black women. And A.G. Cameron uh, said, you know, he agreed with that. But, you know, his, uh, her continuing and going on with uh, personally attacking him, he thought it was disgusting and outrightly so did I. Because I feel like, quite frankly, if we're going to call out, I guess, like uh, A.G. Cameron for doing his job or, you know, I feel like we should call out 
the TIs of the world, the Meek Mills, you know, the people that she signed to, the Carters, right? Like people like that who, you know, uh, don't, you know, are unwilling to work with this administration because policy does matter. So people who are unwilling to work with this administration are just like actually work with politicians to actually make real change. So I feel like, you know, like her calling him out, that was, that was really, you know, dishonest in my opinion, if anything. Yeah, if you think somebody is doing something wrong or if you think someone in office is doing that, why don't you call them? Why don't you have a conversation with them and actually talk about what you think is going wrong, especially if you are a constituent in that state? Uh, it, so to try to quote unquote call them out and not make an actual formal complaint and try to see where his mind was with this investigation, you're doing everyone a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing the people that stated this service. You're doing America a disservice when you don't try to work with leaders or even try to talk to them. In a civil level. Oh, it, you saw criminal justice reform is passed, and the president wants to meet with them. They want to talk about what we, what can we do? How can we make right. this better? How do we, how do we ensure these things don't happen? And Jay Z gets in Meek Mill's ear and says, "No, don't you do it." And he doesn't meet with them. But the system's against them, right? The system won't change. The system ain't never going right. to change because. Systems against him, but you won't meet with a man that actually has a big foot in the door and could actually do something to help you out. But it's the system against you, right? But that's the whole problem. When you have the opportunities and everything's right in front of you, you have the influence to go ahead and do that, and you don't do it. Don't, don't come at me sideways. You know exactly. You don't want change. You've been lying right. about it from the very start. You should be ashamed of yourself. LeBron James has had, I believe, allegedly nine opportunities to meet with the president to talk about issues that he has. Turned on every single one. Why? Because he'll get canceled in the black community if he does so. We'd be stupid to think he wouldn't be. But he's LeBron James. You can't cancel the man forever. And if you try to, the man's a champion. He's going to win. He's going to do his thing and be whatever. But he yeah. won't do it. He's too worried about his social status. That goes above the issues that he claims to care about. It's social status. It always is. Mm -hmm. The money and the social status. That goes before anything else. These entertainers that try to play off like anything else really matters is full of it. It makes me sick. Because all these issues and these things unravel, even if I disagree with what they're saying, what this or that, and if they go ahead and try to make that change, then that's that's something on them. Go ahead and go make the you know get your voice heard and actually try to make do something about it. Push legislative action. That's how you really make a difference. But they won't do it. They'll just go on Twitter and they'll just do some press conferences and talk crap and then make millions of dollars. And mm -hmm. that's all. And like I mean I I happily agree and like because like. Um, what what you're saying with, with, ah, with LeBron James, right? If him and Meek Mill and like people like Ti, like right, like they are um, entertainers, uh, influencers. They are these for some reason are held as like leaders in the black community. They are held to a high esteem. If they actually were to make some type of connection, it doesn't have to be the best type of friendship, but actually make that effort to um, actually influence some type of policy in the White House. You know, I feel like the black community would actually gravitate towards that. Like I'm saying, it doesn't have to be the type of best 
of relationship. But if he is in the White House and actually trying to make that effort, um, if you can't meet them um, halfway, then you don't want change, in my opinion. You don't. <laughs> they don't even make the effort. The hand is out extended saying, tell me something, let's sit. And if anything, get heard out. And you could even get heard out and then say, the president don't want to do nothing. This would make your voice, it make your like your whole case even stronger. Right. They're just saying, and he didn't want to do nothing. But they won't do that because they know that he will listen and he would do something. So they can't do it. Absolute frauds. Awful. That's what Hollywood is, so. I agree. I mean, well, today I seen that Megan Thee Stallion actually um, has offered to do scholarships for two students from HBCU. And earlier in the week, I believe Travis Scott did the same thing. Um, he's doing, um, a, I don't know if it's a contest or you just have to like do an essay or anything like that, but then he's offering as well five scholarships to HBCU students. So um, I feel like, you know, they are trying to do something, but you know, your amount of good to the amount of bad, you know, if it doesn't equal up, it's, you know, it's still, doesn't really make a, a change in anything. So I feel, I feel like, you know, like I said, going back to what she did in her performance, it just, it's very dishonest in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, at, at best, you know, just disingenuous uh, overall. Um, and the thing is, you know, is, is ignorance ever an excuse? And, and when people ask me that, I, I say no. Honestly, I don't believe it to be. We have so much knowledge and things in front of us, resources, that we don't have to be ignorant anymore. And some people just choose to be. I don't, I don't believe that to be an excuse. I don't know about y'all. But it's like, I, I don't take that anymore. It's just total nonsense. No. Well, Omar, what do you got for this week for our poly night take? Okay, well, what I'm going to probably do every week with poli side, sometimes I'll talk about a theory and how it relates to today. I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to bore y'all, even though I'm, I'm the professor type. But I'm going back to the vice presidential debate, and I'm going to point out some lies and some truths. One of the biggest lies Kamala Harris told at the debate was about Abraham Lincoln. Mm. I've done some research, I've read articles about this, and even the Washington Post, the very liberal Washington Post, Post uh, did an article that said Kamala Harris lied on Abraham Lincoln saying that we can't um, put forward a, a just, a, a judge to become a justice in an election year. That was total, it, it, it was totally incorrect, it was totally false, but people are still eating it up. And I, I've seen people on my timeline today, oh, well, she quoted Honest A. Yeah, lying Kamala. She flat out lied. She flat out lied um, when she talked about banning fracking because we have clips of her doing a town hall debate. Oh, no, not a town hall debate. Those are two different things. A town hall event. Uh, and she said, yeah, we're going to ban fracking. 
I'm president of the United States, we're going to ban fracking. And if she becomes vice president, she will effectively be president of the United States because Biden is in la la land. So who's really going to run the country? It's going to be like when Bill Clinton was president of the United States, who ran, who actually ran the country? Hillary, which is why people didn't want another four to eight years of Hillary. Um, so what? So officially, Biden said he he would limit fracking, which creates hundreds of thousands of jobs in Pennsylvania, in Ohio. How can you win those states? And from and uh, from a political consultant standpoint, whoever is doing their um, uh, whoever is running their Biden's campaign, how in the world you go into those states trying to win them, saying we're going to kill your jobs? Um, so th those were two big lies. Uh, I'll say the abortion thing. Her denying that she wants to um, that that she doesn't want to ban abortions that go up to the live to the moment of live birth. That was really big. Um, what do y'all's take on those on on those big and very um, on those big lies? What do y'all say, Kayla? I mean, to your point about like you know her consulting. I mean, I think that's the very reason why she you know denied that point you know to fracking on that stage. You know, uh, I think Pence called her out several times and said you know that's not what she said. That's not what she said. We have the records, and she is buckled down and denied it. So I think that goes, you know, to her consulting. Maybe it's really good because <laughs> she definitely, you know, denied something that she actually said. So um, that's how they plan to win those states, I assume. Just deny, deny, deny. Maybe even lie. Christian, what, what, what do you think these lies? I think they're just hoping people are dumb enough and didn't watch back. Uh, a few months before and didn't catch it by chance. But thanks for the good old media and people like us around that actually have video clips of them admitting it and saying it plenty of times beforehand about what they're going to do and kill their economies and take hundreds of thousands of people out of jobs and ruin their cities. Uh, we didn't forget. They were hoping we did, but we didn't. Uh, that's it's huge. I, I, absolutely. I think, oh, we're, no, we're not going to ban fracking. You literally said so you were going to go ban fracking. And then to the abortion, she... The de first Democratic primary, every single candidate refused to say that they would stop an abortion up until nine months of birth. To the point where the baby came out, they said that they wouldn't stop that abortion. They said, no, no. They wouldn't put a limit on it. They wouldn't cap a limit on it. Kamala was one of them. They would, none of them would put a cap on it. They all said we'd give health care to all legal immigrants, abortions for trans people. Apparently, that was Julian Castro's big thing. Uh, and yeah, free, uh, limited abortions on, on demand. Know, up until birth. Not to mention that the Born Alive, uh, Abortion Born Alive Survivors Act didn't pass uh, around that time in the Senate from people like Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harrison. That, yeah, they would they would provide care to a baby that survived a botched abortion lying on the table. Despicable, absolutely despicable. And they claim to have that religious moral high ground. I, I fail to see it. And if you're, you're going to say minority and the lowest of the low, then an infant, a little baby that can't survive on its own is somebody that you should probably stand up for. You're going to stand up for the little person. And it's just absolutely disgusting. And it totally lied on it. She wouldn't say it because it is a radical position still in 2020 America. A majority of Americans, if you wouldn't believe it, a majority of Americans don't believe that you should abort a baby at nine months. And they know that it's impossible. Craziness. It, it is crazy. Another crazy point. 
I wanted to bring. Um, apparently, the Commission on Presidential Debates has officially said, okay, on the 15th, because you have COVID, Mr. President, we're going to do a virtual debate. The president's not for that. He wants to be there with the people, looking in the people's eyes, talking to them, and answering their questions, as the president should be doing. Um, I think that's very presidential. But now that he's backed out, apparently Biden is going to do an in-person event, an in-person town hall with ABC, which I think the commission should not be allowing him to do. Um, it, they should have just canceled that entire week and went on to the and just had two debates. I, I did say before that th there shouldn't be any more debates because they're going to be unfair to the president. Um, but uh, what 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 is your what is y'all's take on that? Is ABC being fair? Um, is Biden being fair, even though he said he wanted a virtual debate, but now he's agreed to do an in-person town hall event because the president's not going to be there? What's your take? They don't want him in. That's that's a moral of anything. Take it however it is. Not saying anything else. But literally, they don't want them in the same building together, and they're doing everything they can to make sure that happens. That they're separate. Whoever goes along. I mean, I, I am a little disappointed that um, you know if a virtual debate was presented, you know uh, that the president decides to back out, even though you know we aren't expecting a virtual debate, and you know we we kind of experienced the DNC's virtual extravaganza thing that they had going on. So, <laughs> so uh, virtual events like that, I, I don't know if it, you know, would have been great, but at least it is a debate. And I feel like, you know, like going back to what I said earlier about moderates still being confused if they even choose to vote, you know, which I hope they do. You know, <laughs> Everyone's pushing this, you know, go out and vote thing. So, um, I mean, I feel like it does a disservice to the moderates to potential Trump support I mean, voters or to potential Biden uh, voters, it does them a disservice. So I really hope that if uh, Joe Biden does do a town hall type of event, that um, I hope that uh, Trump does one as well the next day or the same day, <laughs> something at least. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie just said here it got canceled. Yes, it did get canceled. Uh and if I'm the president, I wouldn't do a virtual one. I'd say you either cancel it or you postpone it to a different date. Uh, I can't blame him for that. It's, it's It doesn't work in his favor whatsoever. And those weren't the agreed to terms. They just switched it up. I mean, they, they can use COVID as a mask just like every everything else does. It's, oh, here's COVID. Now you get to wear a mask and you can only have 50 Oh, Oh, now we just get to shut your business down whenever we want because of COVID. No, it's, a, it's just literally it's a front. And they mm -hmm. always use it as a front. No, people haven't yeah. seen it. You got it. It's literally just it's, right. a, it's a shame that they're doing it, but I hope the people see what's going on. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. When the president, um, you know, announced that he had COVID, I, I, I immediately assumed that the debate would either uh, be virtual or, you know, end up getting canceled because uh, I looked at the dates and it wasn't at least, you know, two weeks. So I know you have to like, you know, quarantine 15 days or whatsoever. So and if the timelines didn't um, switch up, uh, add up, but I wish that, you know, like Christian said, they would have at least postponed it. That would have been nice. Right. It, it should have been postponed. Um, it should it, it should not have been canceled. The American people deserve to have 
a policy debate. The American people need to know who's actually fighting for them and who actually wants to raise their taxes, get rid of their jobs, and balloon and really balloon the deficit past the point to we're probably already at the point of no return, but even farther than that. But I but I did have one more question for you, for you both. Okay, so Kamala Harris kept on saying she was interrupted and she and she even interrupted the vice president and said, Okay, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. And people kept on saying that the vice president had more time only because he went over um, the debate moderator. But apparently, if you look at the time at both speaking times, he only was three seconds longer. What do y'all think about that? And and how and how do you think that that affects things going forward? Um, well, personally, I I thought just watching it live, I thought that Kamala Harris had more time than uh, Pence did, especially in the opening wow. segment. <laughs> I felt like, you know, she went on for, you know, a, a long time, you know, and she went on uninterrupted. And the vice president, um, the vice president went on and I felt, and, you know, a, a she, uh, the moderator interrupted him. So right. I don't know that I personally felt that she got more time, um, but I felt like they both got their points across. So um, if you know the times matched up like three seconds is really not that big of a deal so if the times didn't match up you know um it seemed you know like they both got their points across so christian you got anything with that i mean sure it seems like she's talking for a long time i mean same thing the hot air takes a lot of space up so I mean, what else do you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey i can't argue with that, that hey, that's that's very true you, you can hear people talk for two minutes and not say anything. You, you still don't know what they're talking about. They can talk for two whole minutes and not even know what they're talking about. And that's what I felt like I was listening to for a lot of the time. Is I mean, being biased, of course, heck yeah, biased. I know what I want I support. I'm hearing what's coming out of her mouth. It doesn't sound like anything relevant or pertinent about anything. She won't give up her policy positions, whether it's abortion or you know, the Green New Deal fracking. I mean, like, oh, goodness gracious that – the, on the Biden camp website says they're supporting the Green New Deal. And says, no, we're doing the, the Biden deal. We're doing this deal. I, I'm the face of the Democrat. They can't even, you know, they're all crossed up on everything. Goodness gracious. You know, and so they're all going to talk about what and we're supposed to just say, okay, yeah, you said this, he said this. Now I've got to cross check to see who's telling what's really the party platform. Yeah. I mean, two whole minutes and Mike Pence goes a little longer. I, I have no doubt that, you know, he probably went within the allotted time or do whatever, but I guarantee they were ready to ch chip him off every second that he was off. They're ready to go on him, and that's fine. You know, in the name of the game. You know, it's a, it's a two v one out there. It's not one. It's not one versus one. So, plan accordingly every time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got a question from Paolo. What are your thoughts on uh, Derek Chauvin being left free on bond? He posted a one million dollar bond uh, two days ago. Uh, I didn't so see that. is the cop that's being charged with second degree murder for the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis currently. <clears throat> he posted bond, and the other officers, I believe, posted bond as well. Um, and in bail, and 
yeah, posted bail and they're they're out. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan with uh, with bail to be honest with you. It's one of those things. It's uh, either lock them up or you don't. And if this guy's being charged with second third degree murder, I don't think there should have been a bail at all. Honestly, just keep them in there. If that's the case. Honestly, at this point, that's really what's going to be because then it just turns into who can pay more, who can't. And that doesn't sound great, honestly, to me. I mean, uh, gone back and forth on the whole bail issue myself. But, yeah, I mean, this is – I don't know. I don't think it's great. But I, I know everybody's going to blow it out of proportion and just, you know, oh, yeah. these men are walking free and he did and he's dead and they're going to – and this is it, – it's going to be whole media narrative no matter what. Yeah. I mean, I just want to say, I mean – Justice, right, is always, I feel like, when the person, you know, if they're convicted and then they're, if they're charged and they go to jail, right? And a lot of what media cover, well, you know, uh, the media space that I've been seeing is that people, they're um, saying that, you know, they're scared for his safety and things like that. And seven hours ago, um, it was just in that a judge um, changed the conditions of his bond, allowing him to leave Minnesota because you know there are, I guess, public threats of um, on his life. So um, I just think that I guess that's the, the media narrative around it, and I feel like it would be it would do it injustice to the whole situation um, if something did happen to him and he wasn't allowed to, you know, go through the trial and everything. So I hope that you know people just you know keep a sane mind and keep their emotions out of it and let you know the court system handle it. If you know he is in the wrong, he will. Uh, be charged. I hundred uh, percent. I I agree. And uh, well, I trust that you know if he's guilty, he'll be charged. Especially with all the media coverage around this case. So. Yeah. Well, it, it, well, my take on it, um, y'all. Justice should be blind, and it should be swift. Justice is really never swift in our um, court system. And, you know, that's due to other things. I'm not going to get into that. But justice should be blind. I will say this, and this is probably going to be a little bit unpopular, but I stand by it. Okay. They obviously saw, we have clips of the man's knee on this, on George Floyd's neck, right? So, um, honestly, if they're going to allow him to be on bond, or even give them the option of that, they should have did the same with OJ. I'm gonna go out and say that they should have did the same thing with OJ. Um, justice is not fully blind. I do trust our justice system, but I, I'm not a fool. It's not fully um, blind. Um, and for him to have, and for the judge to allow him to leave Minnesota for for this. That that's that doesn't sit well with me. If you're really worried about this man and death threats, keep him. Do what you did with OJ. Keep him in jail. Keep him in a secure part of the facility where there's nobody else but a guard watching him. And there you go. Uh, I, I, it, it, it's a load of BS. If you ask me, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, that didn't work out. Uh, Early, uh, that, that kind of ended badly up in the cell when he was by himself. Oh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't even know what to weigh in. I want to see it play out and everything, but yeah, no, definitely there needs to, 
be just they got to be set precedent here. There's got they got got to do things right. Um, and honestly, whether he's innocent or guilty, it doesn't matter. The, the court of public opinion has already condemned him. Right. It really doesn't matter if he's innocent or guilty. They burned down Minneapolis. More innocent people died. All of this already happened. For at what cost? For for justice, right? Justice. Remember that? Justice. That's what they all want. They want justice. They don't want justice. No. No. They just want their feelings. They just want their feelings validated. That's people just want their feelings validated. And that's what it gets to at the end of the day. I want my feelings validated most uh, every second of the day. And sometimes I get mad when they're not. But that's not always the truth when I get my feelings validated or if they're invalidated, you know. My, my feelings might be invalidated because of the truth. And a lot of people's feelings will get invalidated because of the truth. But they can't handle that. And they go and burn things right. down to horrendous things to other different people and ruin their lives. And it doesn't help anymore when the celebrities and the media moguls go out there and condemn everything already. They haven't even read the facts. They don't even know what happened, who was there, or what's going on. Don't even know any of it. And they just go off and start getting everybody all scared and riled up. Don't even have any ideas on that. Uh, love you guys, Cassidy. Love you too. See you soon, Cassidy. We love you too, Cassidy. See you very soon. Y'all are wonderful. Charles, always appreciate the support, man. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all are great. Oh, fantastic. And I, I mean, it's been pretty clearly explained when it comes to things like this. Uh, there seems to be a double standard uh, with the rules when things get applied. Um, you know, ethnic slurs are never okay unless it's a black conservative. You know? Mm. That's, that's all right. You know? it, it's, not, it's not okay to go cheat on your wife and go OD on meth unless you're Andrew Gillum. Yeah. You're just going to there's a legitimate past and there is privilege out there, but it's not what everybody thinks is as far as black, white, this or that, man. There's wealth and status, and that carries a lot of weight out here. And people wouldn't believe the things that people get off and get away with, man. And there's different rules, and you got targets on your backs, man, when you don't think the right way that they want you to. Man, any final thoughts, guys? Well, um, I like that the question definitely. Um, I guess I well, I think I know that tomorrow we'll definitely hear a lot. We'll have that discussion a lot tomorrow about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and um, Ahmaud uh, Arbery. So we'll see tomorrow. Just um, just like continue that kind of conversation, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I know this is Black Friday, but there's definitely going to be a Saturday special tomorrow. So y'all better stay tuned for that. Really excited to bring that to y'all. Omar, what you got for us? Um, really excited for tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a long evening, a uh, long day, especially tomorrow night. Uh, and y'all do know what I'm talking about. But um, also, I, I also wanted to touch on what you said about ethnic slurs with Black conservatives. I'm no longer offended by what, um, by when uh, pe when people call me Uncle Tom. Nobody's read the book, obviously. I actually went to the library and got a copy of the book. I read the book. He was a hero. So thank you for calling me an Uncle Tom. 
But that that's all I have for tonight. <laughs> I like that final thought. <laughs> uh, you take us out with one last question from Paolo. Kanye 2020 or no. Kanye 2020, Kanye 2020 should be the inauguration in 2021. That should be Kanye 2020. I want him to open up the inauguration for POTUS when he gets reelected. That's what I want. Kanye 2020. Him in the choir, Christian. Him in the choir. Absolutely. The Sunday service choir oh, better yeah. be there, of course. Absolutely. That's a fact. Uh, if you haven't checked those albums yet with Kanye's albums with the Sunday service choir, my goodness, check it out. Gospel music is flowing. And that's yeah. uh, that's what we got for y'all tonight. Uh, big day ahead of us tomorrow. Y'all stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in and supporting. If you guys want to support some more, we have sponsorship slots available. If you want to sponsor an episode, just go ahead and shoot us a message. We'll be happy to let you know how you can do that. Again, thank you all and have a good night.